Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Fangirls Podcast, a place for fun, fandoms, friendship, and most importantly, fangirling. I'm Lauren. And I'm Julie, and we are so excited to dish and spill the tea with you today. Okay, so today is really special. I am so excited to introduce my cousin Amanda as our newest special correspondent to the Fangirls podcast. Amanda is a fangirl extraordinaire. Her knowledge of fandoms include, but are not limited to, Disney, Harry Potter, Parks and Rec, A Court of Thorns and Roses, and so much more. Years ago, I bestowed the name of Spirit Guide on Amanda, and it has stuck ever since. I know I am biased, but she is one of my very favorite people. Welcome to the show, Amanda! Welcome, Hi, everyone. Hello. Hello, hello. <gasps> yes, this was such a long time coming. Thinking back on it, you check off all of our boxes. Ultimate fangirl, because what do we do almost every weekend? Just hang out at Lawrence and fangirl over new fandoms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Always. On top of, you're also repping PhotoPass. It's and, me. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're so excited to have you here. And we had you over at Lauren's. A couple of weeks ago with the rest of our team, we had a super fun correspondence dinner with Shireen and Melinda and to have all of us under the same roof making TikToks to get this party started and Fangria. It was such a time. <laughs> yeah, it was so fun. I live for these type of parties. Circling back to today's episode, we are talking about something super special and we wanted to bring you specifically in for this episode because you're the fangirl who introduced us to this fandom. Yes, and, I am. Yes. And this fandom being Akatar, aka A Court of Thorns and Roses. I'll say it. I was super late to the party on this one. You told us about this over a year ago at our launch party way back in the day when we were podcast infants. It Lauren, was the first day, wasn't it? Yeah. And you got Lauren on and then I was just still late to the game. I was so late. Well, I was late too. To be fair, I read about 37 romance novels and then these, and then I got to Akatar, and then it just literally yeah. just took over my life. So today we're talking about A Corn of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Moss. This is the second series written by Moss and is currently a five book series. And I think there's going to be more. And she has also written two other series, Throne of Glass and Crescent City, A Court of Thorns and Roses is currently being developed into a television series by none other than Ron Moore, who developed Outlander, and it will air on Hulu. However, no timeline has been announced for this, although Sarah J. Moss did mention on her Instagram that they're writing episodes, and that was a while ago. That was like months ago. This is the first time, Julie, that we've done a show on something that hasn't come to screen yet. So I think this is going to be really interesting because there's going to be a lot of speculation, right? You know, who are they going to mm-hmm. cast? How's this going to go? And it'll be really interesting to see what happens. I'm so excited and can't wait to have a summer solstice party to get ready for this show. Right? Yes, please. I've yeah. been mentally casting for the whole month of July when I started these books and I, my mind won't stop. I want a timeshare in Valeris. I need some type of Airbnb situation at night court. And I now need a romantic trip to Switzerland, because that's the closest thing I think I can get to Valeris. How about you guys? Ooh, Italy. Yes. See, I thought summer court would be more Mediterranean. Adriata. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So Italy for sure. Just, I don't know if it's Venice. I just need seaside town. I'm here for it. 
last May, Amanda, when you told me about these books, you basically, in, in no uncertain terms, said, I must read this and I would basically lose my ever loving shit over this book. And you weren't wrong. And when you start reading that first book, it feels wild and dangerous and it's intoxicating. And the way that she describes these creatures, which we'll get into more and we're spilling the tea, you really get a sense of this world. And you're feeling kind of like the, it's like the twilight effect. What would it be like if a vampire were standing right next to me? But with this, it's, it's fairies. And the way she describes them as these animals you feel that sort of danger, but you're drawn to it. And it's just sucks you right in. I don't think I've ever binge read a series so fast in my life. I mean, I could not put it down. I have a nine to five and I could not put it down. I Mm -hmm. would race home. I would start my day early. So that way I could finish my job early so I could dive right back into these books. And the second I was done with one book, I immediately wanted to jump into the next. And I was so sad when I realized I was on my last book. (laughs) Every time I would call you or FaceTime you, you, during the time you're reading these books, you would be literally holding the book in your hand. You're like, (laughs) I was just reading. I was like, don't mind me. (laughs) Do you have more important things to do? No? Okay, I'll I'll just put this down. It's fine. It's fine. What got you into this series? Well, to be fair, it was my best friend, Chelsea, and she did, in fact, make me get into these books. Okay. So (laughs) she described them as spicy fairy romance. Love it. Accurate. But with the world building that Harry Potter provides. And I'm like, okay. Yes. Great. I'm into it. So this was our quarantine book club project. So basically every night over Zoom, we would be reading like a certain number of chapters of the book but what would happen is she's read the books before and I hadn't and like the both of you I could not get enough I absolutely could not put the book down I would like leave my room to eat and use the restroom and then I would come (laughs) back and read this book and that's how I spent quarantine okay how did you survive after the fandom like after you were done reading it what did you do to cope I started rereading the book okay (laughs) I remember you telling me that, that you had started rereading them. Was it like last May you had said that you were, had started that. Yes. Yeah. I told Shireen I had started reading these books and she was like, there is no better high that you will chase than reading these books in this series. And I was like, really? And she was like, I'm so excited for you. The imagery is perfection. And I'm now on the Crescent City series and the world building is the same as far as vivid imagery goes, but I, I'm still trying to chase the high of Akatar for the most part. And so for those of you who are unfamiliar with this series, the description of book one on the back of the book says, when 19-year-old huntress Feyre kills a wolf in the woods, a terrifying creature arrives to demand retribution. Dragged to a treacherous magical land she only knows about from legends, Feyre discovers that her captor is not truly a beast, but one of the lethal immortal fairies who once ruled her world. As she adapts to her new home, her feelings for the fairy Tamlin transform from icy hostility into a fiery passion that burns through every lie she's been told about the beautiful, dangerous world of the Fae. Can you blame us for being obsessed? This series is meant to be like a dark retelling of Beauty and the Beast. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what the first book follows. So here's the part of the show where we spill the tea. This means spoilers. We are talking about the whole Akatar series. We might mention things from books one through five. So just get ready. If you haven't read all of these books, there could be a spoiler. 
Okay. Amanda, what was your favorite scene from basically from the series? Do you have a favorite scene? It's actually from the novella, A Court of Frost and Starlight. Okay. It's when they're celebrating Christmas. It's me and Chelsea would talk about how we could picture ourselves living in this world because when the group is all together and Mm -hmm. just shooting the shit and making jokes with each other, it's so normal and relatable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But add magic. And wings. (laughs) And it's their winter solstice that they're celebrating. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right? Okay. That's their, their main holiday. How about you, Lauren? My favorite scene is in chapter 54 of book two, and it continues into chapter five. So A Court of Mist and Fury is book two. So Feyre finds out that Reese is her mate from the serial, and she is pissed that he did not tell her himself. She asks more to take her somewhere away from him, and so more takes her to this mountain cabin and Feyre spends several days painting and coming to terms with the fact that Reese is her mate. And then Reese shows up at the door of the mountain cabin and she asks for the whole story and he gives it to her. I just want to read a little excerpt from that chapter. So when he's explaining to her his journey of knowing that she is his mate, it started out when he would get these dreams and see these images of these beautiful hands painting. And it gave me chills when I was reading about when he was at the summer solstice party. Yeah, it was at summer solstice. He he saves her from basically getting raped. And he says, I've been waiting for you. And when I read that, I got goosebumps. And then when he's telling her, like, you know how at the end of book one, he makes this deal that she has to spend like a certain amount of time with him Mm -hmm. and go between Tamlin and him. And he wasn't going to follow through on the deal. But then he said, then I felt you again. I felt your panic and despair and heard you beg someone, anyone to save you. I lost it. I winnowed to the wedding and barely remembered who I was supposed to be, the part I was supposed to play. So he comes and he takes her away. After this whole story, he's telling her, and this is why I love him. He said, I couldn't force the bond on you. I couldn't try to seduce you into accepting the bond either. So what happens when when a mate accepts another mate, the female has to serve them food. So she sets a bowl of soup down in front of him. And she's after he tells this whole story, she says, then eat. And then she responds to him in the first page of chapter 55. And she says, I want you to know, Risen, that I love you. I want you to know. His lips trembled and I brushed away the tear that escaped down his cheek. I want you to know, I whispered, that I am broken and healing, but every piece of my heart belongs to you. And I am honored, honored to be your mate. And then they have sex over every surface of that cabin and they get paint everywhere. And it is freaking amazing. And I think I've read those chapters, I don't know, multiple times. It's just so romantic. But the way she tied it into the first book was just amazing. And I love that it's not just the first guy she meets or even the second guy. Tamlin's the second guy because she had that guy from her village. She kind of knew wasn't the one. She gets to the third guy. It's just more realistic. You know, oh, I met you this one day and then I fall in love with you. And no, Tamlin wasn't the guy. He might have been a really sexy fairy, but he's not the guy for you as she grows into herself and, and figures out what she wants. And oh man, yeah, I really could go on and on, but that scene was amazing. I had a three-way tie for my favorite scene. Oh, let's hear it. Okay. Starlight ceremony. Ooh, just absolutely stunning. I can't wait mm-hmm. to see the starlight ceremony come to screen. Oh it's yeah. It's going to be gorgeous and phenomenal. Stunning. And I don't think there's a meteor show that can top it the way 
she illustrated it so beautifully in the book. My second favorite scene (laughs) (laughs) was the Nesta dance scene in Court of Silver Flames. Oh, this is going to be the most beautiful ballroom dance scene in the history of ever. Yeah. I can't wait till they cast Nesta because the bar will be through the roof when it comes to choreography. She's probably already getting dance lessons from Derek Huff on whatever waltz she has to figure out. Mm -hmm. But just how the Court of Nightmares is going to look on that dance floor at at winter solstice time. Yes, please give me it all day, every day. Mm -hmm. And her Mm -hmm. dress. Oh, yes. And then my third favorite scene was how well she illustrated when uh, Ness and Cassian made it this beautiful gold thread around them in this room that was just absolutely stunning around the holidays, just winter solstice magic at its most beautiful point in time in history. And I'm a sucker for Cassian and don't get me wrong, Reese. I love you dearly. I hope to God Theo James plays you (laughs) in real life. Like all the things, please make this happen universe. Jury's still out on who I want to mentally cast as Cassian, but oh, my Lanta, those are my three favorite scenes. And I don't know how you top that. And I know there's more books and I can't wait to see Asriel who like, I just can't wait for the show to come to fruition. Guys get on IMDb, get this book series. It is gorgeous. Honestly, I'm really impressed that you loved all those romantic scenes because you're usually like you want someone beating somebody up. Usually like he really gave us home on this. Yeah. No, give me a Marvel movie and a great fight scene. I'm I'm good. But as I was reading this, I was like, oh, my gosh. But I'm also a sucker for like Nicholas Sparks and all those romance novels, too. So but this was this was sci fi and this was love and this was every genre in one. But the imagery and. I could smell spring court. I got a candle mm-hmm. that's not lit right now, but it's rose water and ivy. And I was like, oh, this is what <laughs> I would smell if I was in spring court right now. I need a night court candle. I need a summer court candle. They need to make those. Sarah J. Wait. Moss needs to partner with Bath and Body Works. We are manifesting this. We are putting this out in the universe. So because obviously Sarah J. Moss writes very descriptive details about all of the books, including the smells, Uh there are many small shops on Etsy that do make these candles. This one smells like Resand. Shut up. Yes. I need to smell him right now. We will put this in the show notes, folks. We will support small business here right now and put those Etsy links in the show notes. You just wait. We are here for it. Okay, Amanda, who was your favorite character? Feyre. Yeah. She's wonderful. She's strong. She goes through it in these books. Oh, like yeah. she, mm. You see her at her worst and her best and everything in between. And I think she's so complex and I love her. I second that motion. That's your favorite character, Julie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's tough. That that scene with the big worm thing at the end of book one and she took that mother down. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And that's the thing. She's ruthless. She doesn't back down from a fight. I mean, she's, she's knows- a huntress. Yeah. Yeah. She knows how to survive. She makes you fall in love with the series. So my favorite character, shocker, is Reese. So Reese is the high lord of the night court and Feyre's maid. And so the reason why he's my favorite character is because of the way that he treats women. And Feyre was in a controlling and manipulative relationship with Tamlin. He locked her up and wanted her to keep her that way, even if it meant that she was basically dying on the inside. And Reese, on the other hand, wanted Feyre to thrive and come alive to her 
fullest potential. He never controlled her or tried to manipulate her. He actually likes women and respects them. And you see this in the way he treats Amran and more, but he's also patient. He doesn't know if he's ever going to tell her that they're mates. He doesn't know if he's going to you know, be with her. She, he's seen her be in love with someone else and he's just patiently waiting and trying to bring her back to health and just be the healthiest version of herself. And I love that. Reese makes her the first ever high lady in the seven courts. There's never been a high lady. It doesn't exist, right? right? He says, you're my equal. I want you by my side. I respect what you say. He respects her in front of other people. I think he's my fave. All right, Amanda, serious question time. You ready for it? I'm ready. Let's go. Favorite ship. Who are you shipping? Favorite and Reese. Okay. Easy. Same. I was really torn, but also fair and Reese goals goals for sure. <laughs> so let's say this on the count of three. What court would you want to live in? One, two, three, night, night court. court, night court. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's all go. Let's go to night court mm-hmm. and never leave. Cause it's amazing. My next question is kind of similar. So it says, what place in Akatar would you most want to visit? Clearly it's Valeris. Valeris, obviously. obviously. Yeah, obviously. That's where I would want to live is, you know, maybe in the townhouse, maybe go up to the house of wind. I don't know. Maybe, I don't, who knows? Build an estate in some kind of villa overlooking the lake. Options are endless. Just take me there and give me a winged man and I'll be good. Amen. I would, I would take the townhouse for sure. That just seems like prime real estate. It's perfect. Well, the house of wind overlooking the whole city. Yeah. I I would want to go up there for some dinners. That's, that's a lot of stairs though. That's why you have a big, strong fairy man fly you up. That's a dinner date location. Not a live situation for me. I feel like I'm kind of a bougie bitch. So I'd be like, (laughs) yeah, take me to the house of wind. That's where I'm going to go. Yep. Okay. Take me there. I think the townhouse I could see as like the prime Airbnb location. Yes. Right. For sure. And don't get me wrong, the house overseeing the river, gorgeous. What you would Mm -hmm. have for holiday parties and I don't know, whatever else in between. But I don't know, townhouse is where my mind's at. Could you actually picture yourself like walking over the bridge and going into the town with the pubs? Like I can see it. I feel like I've been there. Yes. Just so vibrant in my mind. That's how I see Switzerland. I'm going to be really disappointed when I get to Switzerland. and I'm just, excuse me, where's the rainbow? Where's the bridge? Where's this? I, I was promised Valeris. <laughs> there is my mate. I'm right? waiting. <laughs> like- I'm waiting for the mating ritual. I will stand in the city center. Until- <laughs> okay. Not to take it down a notch, but what monster in the Akatar world gave you the worst heebie-jeebies? Let's talk about this. There's so many. There are so many monsters. Okay, Amanda, let us have it. Uh, I think the bone carver. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with the worm. Yeah. Yeah. Remind me of that movie Tremors. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I was full on thinking the worm from Dune. Yes. But just a smaller version of it. And I'm like, nope, nope, not today. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Mm -mm. So mine is the weaver and her whole damn cottage. She is blind and she weaves people's hair into things of people that she's killed. And you can't like, she just, I just imagine her as like her back cracking backwards and climbing on the ceiling. I'm like, I don't want to get anywhere near that woman. The thing of nightmares. I cannot wait for this book to come to screen. And I think it's going to be a lot of new actors. And I think for maybe some of the typecasting, maybe Jurian or 
Amarantha. I think it might be people that we know, or, you know, they might bring in some other like actors, but I think the main characters are all going to be new people, just like how they brought in Sam and Kate into mm-hmm. Outlander. I, I think it's going to be something like that because I can't picture Reese and he has to be perfect. The bars set very high, especially with Ron Moore spearheading this. I, I trust Ron. I really do. If they can find Sam and Kate, they're going to find Farah and Reese and Cassie and, and Nesta. And we're going to be okay with it. They're going to yeah, find I the mean, right people for the right job. Yeah. Okay. Favorite fandom. I have three, uh, Disney, Harry Potter, and Star Wars. Hogwarts house. Hufflepuff. What are you currently reading? Uh, well, I'm generally reading at least five books at once because fangirl life. Uh, so right now I'm reading, it ends with us where the crawdads sing and Jurassic Park. Love it. What are you currently binging? My favorite thing I'm currently binging is Only Murders in the Building. There love we go. That show. What fictional world would you love to live in for a day or forever? The wizarding world. Oh, God, I want to be able to apparate. I don't yes. want to drive a car anymore. <laughs> I want to be able to do a spell and my dishes are done. Yes. Amen. Okay, Amanda, this is the most important question of the rapid fire questions. Who is your current fictional boyfriend? Resam. After reading the series does anyone else hold up anymore no no No. absolutely not so this was so much fun amanda we were gonna have you on so much i can't wait for this show to come out and i can't wait for us to reconvene and talk about it and just freak the ever-loving f out about a quarter thorns and roses The Fangirls Podcast is now on Etsy. Our shop has a variety of original custom-made fandom-inspired artwork in digital download form, with prints inspired by Outlander, Bridgerton, Harry Potter, Marvel, and more. You're sure to find a design that celebrates your favorite fandom. Link to our store and all the info will be in the show notes. Fangirls Podcast is brought to you by Believe Podcast Network, and we want to take a moment and thank you for tuning into our podcast. Please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts so that we can dish and spill the tea with more fangirls and fan guys like you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast to hear all of our latest episodes. We love hearing from you. So connect with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Check out our website to see all that the fangirls are up to. We post a monthly shopping guide called the fangirls favorite things inspired by your favorite fandoms. All the information will be in the show notes. See you next time. See you next time. We here at the fangirls podcast are not associated with Akatar, Sarah J. Moss, Harry Potter, Disney, Hulu, Ron Moore, Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.